Hey, everybody. How are you? Welcome. It's another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome podcast. Today is December 3rd, Monday, the first Monday of uh, the last month of the year. It's the first Monday of December 2018. There's never going to be another first Monday of the last month of 2018 we're it this is it it's over it's done here we are uh yeah how are you how's everything going welcome back uh i've been gone i've been traveling i've seen some things i've been some places i've talked to some people and uh i'm back i missed you so um Oh, actually, you know what? Let me lead this off. I have a friend who has a uh, has a company, a sunglass company. It's called W One Eyewear. Uh, you can definitely check them out at W the the the, the letter W One the number one style dot com. Uh, I got in contact with them because uh, I reached out. They reached out. We reached out. We reached out together. And uh, I like the fact that they have a bunch of great styles that fit the Asian face. Uh, even though I know that uh, a lot of people don't see me as that Asian, physically I'm Asian, okay? I can't change that. My mindset, my mentality, everything else probably goes against the grain, it goes against the mold, but. My face is an Asian face, so if you can't find sunglasses that fit your nose and your face, your sunglasses are sliding down your nose every five seconds, you're Asian, I don't know, check out W1Style.com. The W1 uh, W1 eyewear is designed specifically for Asian facial features and the Asian lifestyle. Uh, get you can get thirty percent off and free shipping with coupon code Babyface. That's Babyface, um, and they are shipping from Canada, so you're gonna have to do a little bit of conversion. But thirty percent off, free shipping. I think that's a good look. Enter Babyface promo code. I'm not getting paid for this, people. Okay, I just happened to stumble across them. Wanted to reach out to them, and uh, they were kind enough to give you guys and me a discount um, and free shipping. Uh, I reached out to them, and uh, we became best friends. Now we go together. Me and uh, the owner of W1 Styles is uh, best friends. I am going to their kids' bar mitzvah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not. But uh, reach out to them. No, don't reach out to them. Go to their website, w1style.com. And if you got an Asian face like I do, you could definitely check out some great styles. And for sunglasses, it's pretty affordable, I think. I'm that knucklehead where I end up losing glasses all the time. And you're getting 30% off. So I lose like three glasses and I end up getting one for free with the discount is how it works out. I think math. I don't know. W1 Styles, everybody. Uh Asian face friends, go check them out. Babyface is the promo code. I should have asked them to go Loy, right? Just Loy Lee should have been the promo code. I'm going to work on that in the future. Um, I don't do well with reads, as you could tell. I don't know how all of these things work. But Babyface is the promo code. 
get 30% off and free shipping. So that is value. We're talking about the value here, people. So uh, check them out. Uh, again, I said that again. W1 Styles. Um, okay. I don't know how I feel about like starting off with uh, starting off with ads, putting them in the middle somewhere, putting them at the end. I don't know. I'm not even getting paid for it. I've already put way too much thought into it. I just thought that you guys, if you're like me, you like discounts, you know. And if you're like me, you like sunglasses. And if you're like me, you like 30% off sunglasses and free shipping. I'm going to take that into consideration. Free shipping is a big deal, right? I think everybody should get free shipping. Even if it's the same price, free shipping is always seems to be more sexy, right? If you buy a t-shirt for $25, $5 shipping, it's 30 bucks. Or I would rather just buy a $30 t-shirt for free if with free shipping. I don't know. Call me crazy. Tell me what you think. Does it matter to you? Do you not care? If it's the same exact t-shirt, $25 with $5 shipping, and the same exact t-shirt is $30 free shipping, which one would you click on? Does it matter? I don't know. Shit, I did not have any intentions on getting into this when I started. We're already five minutes in. Jesus. Okay, people. Uh, like I said, I've been some places. I went to uh, Gay Paris. I went to um, the lover's capital of France, I guess, is what I'm going to start calling it now. I went to London. I was in St. Louis, St. Louis, Paris, London. Uh, those are the places that I've been. And then I think uh, I came back and it was I got sick and then it was Thanksgiving and then we're here. That is uh, that's it, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> no, Paris was amazing. Uh, and I'm that asshole that got sick somewhere in between Paris and London. And I am also that asshole that brings uh, vitamin C with me everywhere I go. Not the pills. I'm talking about defense C. I'm talking about airborne. I pound that stuff, and I still got sick. They got some powerful black magic going on over there. Uh, Paris was amazing. Uh, we got to see a lot of great things. I got to see the uh, Notre Dame. I got to see Le Louvre. I got to see the smaller Statue of Liberty, the smaller version, um, just like the one that they gave us. If you didn't know that, spoiler alert, there's a Statue of Liberty. They gave us a bigger version. They have one on the, um, it's not the La Champs-Élysées. It is uh, the, the, the Saint, yeah, the Saint River. I got to see the Eiffel Tower. Uh, I got to see a location where they shot... Uh, Mission Impossible, the new one. There's a part in the movie, spoiler alert, where they're in a garage and uh, they are about to go get away and they open up the garage door and uh, there's a cop there. They end up right there. Uh, I'm not going to spoiler alert how it happened, but they open up the garage door there's a cop there. That's where I got to see. It's right next to... The river that's right next to the Eiffel Tower. It's right underneath a subway. Okay, I'm sure you guys didn't care. I I get it. You don't care. That's fine. No worries. That's just for me. Uh, I got to do some comedy uh, there. 
of course I got to do some comedy. I did some comedy out there, and uh, lack of better term, sometimes it doesn't translate. I wasn't there long enough. I didn't do enough sets uh, to do in Paris to like make the adjustments. And when I say things got lost in translation, I don't mean that it is a French-English thing. Uh, things got lost in translation as in they value things differently. I asked them, like, hey, anybody work out? And they gave me kind of a weird look, like, you mean stay healthy? You mean be active? You mean do the things that will extend your life and add quality and value to your life, not only now, but in the later years of your life? Yeah, we do that. Why? Because we're not lazy is basically the look that they gave me. You know, I'm asking questions. Hey, who's uh? Anyone been to the doctors? You know, and they're like, uh, you know, they 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 get universal health care. They don't look at things different. They look at things differently. They don't look at the th- things the same way as we do. So, uh, you know, I'm out there fishing, trying to find the right angles to make these jokes happen. And I got laughs, but you know, I just didn't feel like I kicked down the door, waving the four four. They probably would have gotten that reference more than the uh, paying for college jokes. I don't know. I don't know. But it was a beautiful city. There's two parts of the city that I realize. I'm sure there's more. But I feel, feel like there's like an old, uh, a newer part that's probably built in the 50s, 60s. It kind of has that feel. The architecture, the street signs, the designs, everything kind of feels like 50s, 60s, which, you know, I guess in America is romantic. But not when you're in Paris where the city's like a thousand years old. I don't know. But, you know, there's there's the older part, like the things that you would see on postcards, the small alleys, the small streets, the winding cobblestone streets. Very romantic, very picturesque, very je ne sais quoi. Very, um, very beautiful. And I like that part. I like the part of the city where... It looks like what you thought Paris would look like. I didn't like the part of the city that looked like every other city I've ever been to in my life. Um, we got a chance to sit down at the Le Cafe. And what I realized is that they're going to charge you like 10% more, literally 10% more to sit outside um, at the cafe. So if you're trying to save money, you definitely go inside if it's all the same. But if you want to be that guy that sits out um, and just watches the world go by, Paris is the greatest place to do that. Sit outside, pay the extra 10%. And what I thought was crazy was everybody was willing to do that. I'm talking tourists. I'm talking locals. Everybody. Everybody sat outside. You could... the, The patio or the... The street side, sidewalk, curb sitting would be packed. And the inside, they'd be like three people. And it was probably not because they wanted to sit in there. It was because they were hungry and there was no other seats. And they just, everyone outside just paid 10% more. Just whatever your bill was, 10% more on top of that. Uh, that's what I, th- what I thought was crazy. And... Uh, Paris, not that expensive. I don't know about the touristy areas uh, as much as you know me. I hate people. I hate being around people. 
I hate being in big clusterfucks of people. And then there's huge signs everywhere that says beware of pickpockets. So you know I wanted to be around there even less. You know, traveling with my wife is nerve-wracking. Not because my wife is anything here or there. It's just like it's another person that I have to be worried about because... I'm a male chauvinist, and I worry about my woman because I don't think she could take care of herself. Yeah, not really, but uh, she's probably more well-equipped to be in a city than I am. I hate everybody. So we just stayed away from tourist attractions altogether. Uh, We did go to the Louvre, Louvre, and we didn't go inside because that would have just been a huge, huge albatross of time. I don't think I use that word right, but it would just have been a complete time dump. That is where you would spend all of your time. And um, so we just uh, we went outside. The, the, there's a little courtyard. We went there. That was kind of cool. And then we saw the royal. We uh, saw the royal palace. My wife wanted to go do a bike tour and I was like oh yeah why, what could be worse pedaling around a city you're not familiar with uh, trying to observe the street rules of the road in this country you're not familiar with and um, just biking because we don't because we bike all the time everywhere we don't I hadn't been on a bike uh, in I don't know probably a decade easily a decade easily and that's that's the under uh and she hadn't been on a bike forever i don't think i was physically fit i don't think uh you know when somebody says hey it's just like riding a bike yeah but are you physically fit to be pedaling around the city luckily these bikes were uh, motorized which made it the baddest assest thing ever like the baddest Badassist? I don't think that's a word, Loy. Wow. Is it late? It is. The most badass thing ever was that these bikes had batteries on them. And you'd pedal one or two times, and then, like, the motor would kick in. So, literally, I'm just literally cruising around the city. And uh, the tour guides were great. But here's the problem. Here's the problem with tour guides. At this point, I'm paying somebody to just potentially lie to me because I don't know shit about shit about French history. I know that we had a French-Indian War. I know that's why there's a bunch of French-Canadians because they went into a war with the Indians, I guess, and just stayed. I don't know. As you can tell, I don't know. I don't know any of these things. But you're literally paying somebody to just, hey, do you remember that time when King Francis the Fourth did the thing with the thing? You remember? Nah, I went to public school, bro. I don't know shit. So at this point, I'm just nodding my head, trying not to like look like uh, <laughs> trying to hide the sheer panic in my face. The same look on your face when you're trying to hide the panic on your face. Like the day you walked into class and they're like, everybody, we're taking the test that we've been talking about for years. That's how I felt when he was telling me about, I don't know, King Henry, King Princess Ferdinand, 
uh, Marie Antoinette, Antoinette. I don't know. I know these names, not really. I don't remember what they did. And I don't know where they fit on this timeline of your country's shit. I don't even know my country's shit. Like, George Washington, uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, Carter, Reagan, Clinton? No. Carter, Reagan, Bush? Clinton, Bush, Barack, Trump? I don't know. I'm just saying, you paid somebody uh, good money to drive you around the city and just go, here, here's a place that they did the thing that you don't know anything about. (laughs) And then we signed up for another bike tour for the next day. And unfortunately, these bikes did not have motors in them, and we actually had to pedal. It was alarming at how fast my legs got burnt out the second day. We went to uh, Versailles, and I didn't know anything about Versailles. I just know there's a treaty that was probably signed there. Uh, There was a treaty named after it, for sure, and I just assumed that they signed the treaty there, but I don't know. It's a palace. It's a town that they built up and built a palace on there. It's amazing. We went through the history and um again King Louis Louis the 13th Louis the 14th I remember that cuz uh that's a bomb ass cognac which is also French he's the sun king I learned about that um uh, the thing that I was really amazed at at all of these places in France was that the sheer grandeur the sheer size of these places. Now, I'm in D.C. now, and, you know, the monuments are big. Uh, the White House is pretty big. Uh, the Treasury's big. The Capitol, state capital is big. But that's like, you know, five buildings. These, these buildings are massive. Uh, the, tre- uh, the Versailles, the, the Palace in Versailles has... 2,300 plus rooms. 2,300 plus rooms. Now, I don't, they didn't, they definitely didn't let us see all of them. We only got to see, you know, I don't know, half a dozen. And some of them were huge. The halls, oh, you have vaulted ceilings in your house. How adorable. What are they? 10 feet? Cute. These vaulted ceilings are like 40 feet, 50 feet. I'm pretty sure you could have fit at least two Tyrannosaurus Rexes in that motherfucker. In a bunch of those rooms. And that's how big the ceilings were. And uh, the paintings and every detail was detailed. Everything that could have... Like, if you could throw a detail on there, they threw a detail. Hand-carved three-dimensional carvings, no minimalist. You can't just have a doorknob. You could have a flower doorknob, floral. I don't know. It was just, um, you know, when they were talking about Versailles, they it was just farmland, uh, hunting land, and King Louis just said, I'm going to build a palace here. And they just cleared everything out. And they shipped in full-grown trees from hundreds of different countries 
thousands of trees and just planted it there. He was that asshole that just said, hey, I want a river right here. Make that happen. They just dug it. Uh, Clear out all the trees and put other trees there. But they're not going to wait for a Japanese maple tree to grow. They just go, hey, just give us a full-size one. We'll plant it. Could you imagine being the the labor just being like, we just cleared fucking trees from here. We literally just cleared them out. Why? Who's this asshole? We liked your we liked your dad. We didn't like you. But yeah, they it was uh, everything on Vers- everything in Versailles was was man made. Everything in Versailles was grandiose. The size, the the scale, it was mind blowing. He, they first showed us uh, the place. Uh, there was like another building way off, off from the palace, where Napoleon ended up setting up camp, and uh, it was that was one of the first buildings they showed, and that was huge. That was like wow. And um, they had the gardens, and it was named after the town that was there that the king just bought out and just r- destroyed everything to the ground. They showed us the building where he kept his mistresses, and Marie Antoinette ended up just saying, fuck it, I'm going to stay here. They showed us, it, and, and that Marie Antoinette's building was was big. It was like, it looked like a... The size of a plantation building, you know, a plantation home. That's what it kind of reminded me of, just a very grand uh, house. Like, oh, this is really big. And they had like a pool table, which was huge, way bigger than than billiards is now. And the holes were like just the size of the ball, which I can only imagine these guys stunk to high hell, drank wine all day. They were saying that the average person drank like three liters of wine a day these guys must have smelt like complete ass i saw like six toilets didn't see one bathtub didn't see one shower these white people just had to have been expired playing pool i don't know where i was going with that uh and so they showed us marie antoinette's building that was kind of cool and then they showed us Marie Antoinette's little town. And I guess the story is Marie Antoinette was uh, just bored and had them build a town that reminded her of the town that she grew up in. And it was all fake. Like, the buildings weren't built to live in. Nobody lived there. She would just hire people to play farmers or uh, townspeople. And then she'd just play and just be normal farm girl and then she okay guess i'm going back to being queen of france yeah and all i could all i could think of was uh all i could think of was beauty and the beast little town full of little people little town like the one before that's all i could think of but uh, if you ever get a chance to get out to paris you should definitely, definitely not do the bike tour, but definitely do um, a tour of Versailles. Go see Versailles and tell me I'm wrong.
I, I will say the one thing that annoyed me and the one thing that stuck out to me, everything was perfect. Everything in the building was perfect. Everything in the palaces were perfect, ornate, down to the minute detail. Uh, the floors were even, polished. Uh, the masonry work was was perfect. I, I literally couldn't say anything else. It was perfect. There's, except for when they have mirrors. The mirrors were fucked. Okay, this is the thing that bothered me. Everything was in its place. Everything had a place. Everything was perfect, picture perfect. And there was just these walls of mirrors. So, you know, they couldn't have big mirrors back then for whatever reason, probably technology. But they would have big squares of mirrors um, tiling the wall, right? So just think of big wall, just tiles of mirrors. And the mirrors weren't even. I know it's hard to, but as you walk by it, you could just tell that the mirrors weren't even. And it was trippy. Like, you would think if it it was perfect, you'd walk and you would never not see your reflection, right? And you walk by it and the reflection of yourself in the mirror would just kind of jump around because they weren't even on the wall. That shit bothered me. And I don't know why. My wife was just like, shut the fuck up. We're in a palace. This is where royalty live. I go, I know, but the mirrors, couldn't they just have paid somebody to make this shit make sense? So if you ever go to Versailles, you go to any of these palaces, look at the mirrors. If it doesn't annoy you, let me know. Just say, hey, Lloyd, you're a fucking lunatic. And I go, yeah, you're probably right. But Versailles, beautiful. My palaces were cool. All I could think of was when I was walking around these things was that the people back then were shitting in holes in the floor. These guys had to have stunk. Even the royalty, even the royalty had to have been horrible. Like, I've been on the Metro on a not-so-hot day, and people smell horrible. I can't imagine what... Royalty just drunk off of three liters of wine, sweating, no air conditioning, wearing fucking velveteen everything and not showering ever. And even if they do shower, what is that? You just rinse off? I mean, soap? When did soap happen? Definitely after the Great Black Plague, right? That was Paris. Anything else? We ate a lot. The food was good. Service, eh, not so much. Not so much. And I don't think I don't think it's rude. I just think that they don't they just don't hold hospitality to a level that we think is acceptable. And I'm a transactional guy. I'm the guy that just goes, Yeah, just take my order, bring me the food I ordered, and let me pay for the food that I ordered that I just received. Like that makes sense. I don't need a lot of bells and whistles. I don't need you to tell me the special of the day. I don't need you to bend over backwards. Um, just very transactional. Just here's the here's my order. Give me my food. Here's the money, and I leave you a tip. Real simple, real simple. But in Paris, they just uh, they just I don't want to say like to say that they don't care is a little rude. But I just don't think they care. They have a livable wage. And a livable wage in Paris has got to be grand, right? So you're just going to do the work. Like, think of having the person that works at the DMV be your server. Like, do you think that they care? No, they don't. They just, 
And they weren't rude about it. They're just like, yeah, here it is. They just kind of slap stuff around. Here, 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 here's, your, here's your thing. Sorry if I banged that against the table. That was rude. I apologize. But I'm in my apartment just making gestures on a podcast that I know you can't see me. I apologize. I'm, I'm fucking out of hand right now. But Paris was cool. Uh, I definitely recommend going. Go to places that tours don't normally go. You can see the Eiffel Tower. Take pictures of the Eiffel Tower. Don't go to the Eiffel Tower. Um, Royal Palace, dope. And we went. The weather was actually really nice. Uh, the weather was late, like early spring, mid-fall. Really nice. Really, really nice. And... Uh, and then we go jump on the Eurostar and go to London. And that is where I'm going to leave off. No, I'm joking. Uh, so much to talk about. Um, London was cool. I will talk about this next week because I don't know if I have anything to talk about. But London was dope. I wish we went to London when it was warmer. Go to London when it was warmer. It was warm when we left Paris. We jumped on the train two hours. Uh, Eurostar, amazing. Do it. It goes under the water, and it was so smooth, I fell asleep. Uh, I didn't even see under the water. It was probably a tunnel, but in my mind, uh, I'm sure while I was sleeping, it looked like the scenes from Aquaman. That's how I envisioned it while I was sleeping. Uh, but London was super dope, super dope. And uh, just, I wish we went where it was warmer because I got sick. And I'm going to blame the weather. Um, that's that's it. You know, um, I'm, I'm going to do this in two parts. Remind me London next week, okay? Hey, I... Uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm losing my mind. Thank you very much for listening. I, I do really, really do appreciate it. I appreciate out of all the podcasts, out of all of the places, out of all the things you could be listening to right now, you decided to listen to me. So I uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or Twitter, depending on whatever it is that you do. Uh, I am most active on Instagram because that's how I roll, but I am active on all of the other social media websites. Uh, please give me a follow. Drop me a line. Tell me what you think. Uh, ask me some questions. Shoot me an email, LloydLeeComedy at gmail.com. And all it's Lloyd Lee Comedy on all of the social media networks. Uh, wherever you found this, please rate this. One star, five stars, somewhere in between, and leave a comment. It really does make a difference for me uh, because I want to put forth an effort on giving you the best podcast I can because if you're going to dedicate time to me, I want to dedicate time to you because that is how relationships work. Uh, I also want to say thank you. I guess it's not really a thank you. Eh, let's make it a thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you to W1Styles.com uh, for giving you guys and me a 30% discount and free shipping promo code. It is babyface. Uh, go to W1Styles. That's the letter W. That's the number one styles. Is it styles? Have I been saying it wrong? I don't know. 
w1style.com. Uh, w, the letter, one, the number, style.com. Uh, feature 30% off, free shipping, coupon code BABYFACE, B-A-B-Y-F-A-C-E, no space, BABYFACE. And um, thank you very, very much. I appreciate you guys. I will continue my vacation, European vacation journey trip conversation when uh, next week. And I will be back next week. So thank you very much. I love you. Bye-bye.